Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Whether you write novels, teach classes, or just tell your friends what you did last weekend, if you're a storyteller, this podcast is for you. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark. And thank you for stopping by to listen. This is episode 60. What makes you think they're your kids? Now, I can remember when I was taking classes in education at the University of Montana, one class comes to mind at the moment. Now, many people who took education classes were teachers who just wanted the credit so they could move up on the pay scale at their school. This class, however, secondary school administration, was designed for those who wanted to become a principal or superintendent. So we learned really, really important stuff like how to deal with parents who complained about what the school or a teacher was doing, especially if they had very good reasons for their complaints. We were given tips, uh, perhaps a better term might be tricks, on how to sidetrack those complainers by having them do research, serve on committees, and write reports. The goal was to make them feel listened to and to take a lot of time. The goal was never to deal with the concerns they had, but to keep them busy and make them feel valued until so much time passed, the issue could be ignored, even as the parents could be thanked for their valuable service. We also learned how to conduct, or actually, we wanted to learn how to conduct teacher evaluations so you didn't get the staff or the union upset with you. Now, this was an important topic for most of us because as teachers, we'd been on the receiving end of annual evaluations for years, and many of those evaluations were not good experiences. We were looking forward to learning how to do teacher evaluations correctly, but our professor had other things in mind. He said that everyone always wanted to deal with the topic, and he was just sick and tired of covering it. Therefore, he had no intention of spending any class time on teacher evaluations. That was helpful. We also learned how to get mill levies passed in an election. We were taught about the importance of the special elections that could be held in Montana so that even if your mill levy failed in a general election, a special election could be held later on the same mill levy. Usually on that special election, the general public didn't come out. That was back in the days when you had to go to the polling places to vote. And most of the people who showed up were staff members and members of the PTA. Now, wouldn't you have enjoyed being in a class that covered such inspiring educational topics? I can remember one day in that class, the students, and remember, we were all classroom teachers, shared stories of the difficult encounters we've had with parents. A couple of my classmates expressed real frustration with the parents and what they expected and wanted from the school. And they began to say some very disparaging things about the parents who thought they knew more than the professional educators, them, on what should be said and done in the classroom. Now, I have to admit, I joined that conversation and I shared my opinion that the parents probably did know more than we teachers about what 
and how to teach their children. Uh, my comments were not well received. <laughs> One of my classmates said he got really upset with parents who did not believe in evolution and believed in something called God that he created the world. He said it would be best if the state took the children from those terrible, close-minded, anti-science parents. Now, the class ended before I could get involved with that discussion, but I wanted to talk with my classmate about his comments. My goal was to share some of the intellectual and scientific problems with the theory of evolution so that he could understand why some people don't support it. Now, I am very gentle when I discuss controversial topics with people, but I didn't get very far with this individual. It was obvious within less than a minute of talking with him that he didn't have any understanding of the theory of evolution. I couldn't talk science with him because he didn't know the science. I don't think he knew any science. He believed evolution was true because, well, he was told it was true. And so it had to be true. And anyone who didn't believe it, that it was true, shouldn't be allowed to raise children, period. It was not a pleasant or a productive discussion. What was really sad, however, was that he was on the road to becoming a school administrator. I should note, this particular event took place almost 40 years ago. Things have changed considerably over the last few decades. In today's world, many professional educators feel that if parents don't believe in what the schools want to teach, the parents are wrong and the children should be taken away from the parents. If parents don't want their children taught to be racist through things like the 1619 Project or Critical Race Theory, well, they are obviously white supremacists and possibly terrorists. Perhaps they should be arrested on the spot by the FBI. They certainly shouldn't be allowed to raise children. And if parents don't want their children to be coerced into becoming another gender and getting drugs and surgeries to bring about that transition, parents should not even be told what is happening. They obviously are sexist homophobes and don't have any right to interfere what the professional educators know is best. Now, we could go on and talk about grooming children and drag shows in schools, but if you don't want your children exposed to those things, you are the problem that must be dealt with. Okay, today's American educational system is in desperate need of fixing. But I don't think it can be fixed. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. I think the only hope is to go to a system such as vouchers, where the parents, who I believe do know more than the professional educators, that the parents choose where they want their children to be taught. But in the meantime, I would encourage you to pray for our students throughout this country who are being taught destructive ideas and skills. Perhaps God will fix what we have shown that we are unable to fix. Now, I have a few links that you might want to check out, just stuff that I've read that's interesting. One of them is Scientific Consensus, a Manufactured Construct. Um, that's an interesting article that argues that consensus and science don't really go together. Another one is microaggression and cancel culture. And that's just talking about how foolish this whole concept of micro, so small, tiny aggression 
will enable the person then to become aggressive and attack others. And then the final one that I have in my list this week is UNC doctors slam hurtful surgeon who denounced affirmative action in medical schools. Now think about this. The doctor is being attacked because he thinks doctors should be chosen because of their skills, their merit, and not their skin color, their gender, or their religion. I think it's a good article to read, and I would encourage you to check it out. Now, before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 624 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. Today.